This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Chris Hello, Tony Gwynn Jr. back and Uncle Scraby. Welcome in to <laughs> Gwynn and Chris. A happy Monday to you. Happy holiday week. As we kick off uh, Gwynn and Chris uh, Monday program, we'll be here until 4.30. We're all back together again in our Odyssey Palace Studios. Chris Hello, Tony Gwynn Jr. after a nice, relaxing, I hope, vacation. And uh, Uncle Scraby introduced properly his uh, brother and uh, wife. Uh, had a child uh, when, uh, over the weekend? Yes, over the weekend, well, actually. congratulations there, Uncle Scraby. Three-time Uncle Scraby. Three-time yes. Uncle Scraby. Three nieces now. Three nieces. Oh, Three nieces. That's some more girls. See, see yeah, my welcome brother. To, welcome to my. Welcome to my. Yes, world. I, to Tony's. You world. know, I, I, th- I, th- I think a girl is a girl, good, uncle. but like I'm going to be the one with all the boys if I ever do have kids. It's just yeah, going right. to happen that it's way. It's going to work that way. Yeah, I mean, because <laughs> no one, none of my siblings have had a a boy yet, so. Hmm. It's going to work that way. Pressure's on. Any prospects you? You've got to keep the Scraby name going, man. I, oh, I definitely you? do. Yeah. I definitely do. Any prospects, Chris Women out has? there are shuddering. <laughs> <laughs> no. No prospects. Shuddering, he says. No prospects. Well, we will uh, try to uh, make sense of everything that happened uh, this wild weekend in the world of sports, uh, including uh, today's uh, draw in the World Cup. Oh. Uh, United States had the 1-0 lead over Wales. Could not hang on. Walker Zimmerman, that's your guy, uh, Tony. He's the uh, defender who was called for the uh, foul. Are you kidding me? No, I couldn't <laughs> kid you. It was a foul for sure. I, I don't it even was. know. I honestly don't even know the rules of soccer. <laughs> don't know the don't know the first thing about soccer. But even I could tell you that was a foul. As he, yeah, you uh, can't go through a guy, especially in the box. Yeah, went right through the uh, attacker there for Wales and uh, forced the penalty kick that tied the game in the 82nd minute. And so the U.S. has to settle for a 1-1 one, one draw. And with that, the World Cup is underway. I I did sleepwalk my way through the game. I had the entire game on, uh, nodding off from time to time, but... <laughs> The good thing is, why is, do you have to be so good, backhanded the, the about good, watching the, good, the game? Hey, the good thing about when I nodded off is I didn't miss anything. They 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 had the statistics at the end of the match. The United States had one shot on goal the entire match, one shot on goal, and frankly, uh, uh, thankfully, I was going to say that went in. Uh, it was a beautiful setup there to uh, Tim. Um, what is it? Uh, I want to get his name right. The uh, U.S. goal scorer. I would love to come in and help you right here, but I'm. Um, I think it's way. Is it way? William. 
Weam, W-E-A-M. Don't look at me. You guys did tell me it was Cutter, too, by the way. And Wait, it, no, and it is no. not Cutter. Well, and they I, kept calling it Qatar yes, on the on it's the Qatar. I have heard from I Matt heard from Lauer multiple people. and Listen. people like that, Cutter. I remember Matt Lauer saying Cutter one yeah, time I've because he explained times. it. Uh, I've well, heard it many times. The sports, but... the sports broadcasters versus the news broadcasters yeah, are on different pages. I'm going to go with Qatar now because they said it. They you can go with whatever you want to. Tim Wea was the... The guy who got the shot for the United States and scored the goal on a setup from uh, Pulisic in the first half, but uh, that was it for the United States offense. Uh, their goaltender Matt Turner made a couple of beautiful oh, saves in the second and half and almost got that penalty. They it, it was such a dominant first half by USA yeah. in terms of you know what dominance looks like in a soccer match. Right, one nothing. That's but, dominance. But it, it felt like for, after they scored, it seemed like I don't know. The, I don't want to say the sense of urgency. It just seemed like Wales was keeping the pressure on from the time yeah. the USA scored, and, and eventually they, they were able to get that penalty. If I was there. really cri- critical of the United States team, I would say that they didn't look comfortable with the lead. But I, I, yeah. I don't know enough about it was something that Landon to, really, Don- to really make a statement about, but it seemed like once they got ahead, they weren't the same team. The thing that caught my, my ears was that Donovan, Landon Donovan, who did the game, um, mentioned it immediately. Did he? Uh, you know, about, or maybe he mentioned it during halftime, because I know he did the, the halftime part, but okay. he said that, you know, they have to try to keep, you know, basically don't act as though you have a lead. Try to right. keep, try to get another one so you can have that breathing room, and they just never, yeah, they, they never, never really uh, got never anything, uh, never put anything together. And uh, so it's a 1 1 draw. I don't think it. I, I, I don't know. I mean, they're going to play England next. It's they're not going to get be easier. A, they're going to be sure. a major underdog. England scored six goals today in wiping out Iran six to two. So, and, and, and I don't know all the tiebreaker scenarios, but if the U.S. were to beat or to lose to England and then beat Iran and finish one one and one, and Wales does the same thing, I guess it would come down to some sort of goal differential. Yeah, I think you're right between the two of them to see who advances. So, uh, still plenty of soccer to play on the pitch over there in uh, Qatar, Qatar. And the uh, United States uh, disappointed, uh, I think, because anytime you have a lead and there's under 10 minutes to play, you feel like you should wrap that up. But uh, that was an obvious penalty or foul in the box. Uh, yeah. And it just, I, it did, as you said, I, there was no argument. There yeah. was no argument. As there you said, be. as you said, it didn't need to happen, too. I, I know, uh, uh, was it? Who was who's my man who ended up getting fouled there? He's like one of, uh, Gareth Bale. 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 Yeah, I know he's like one of the the top players in the world, but he had his back toward towards the goal. As so. good as he is, it would have been really difficult for him to score in that position. Right. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the uh, comment here is that uh, there was just no need for him to clatter into Bale. That's I how agree. they wrote it. There's so much clatter. I love, I, love, I, I love the terminology for soccer. I, I don't know any of it. I watched. I feel like they just made that one up all the way. Yeah, right like there. I like I said, I watched a lot of it today, and and the broadcast, the play by play guy was using phrases and words that I've never heard. And uh, <laughs> come on, get in, with me. In any kind of uh, athletic clatter. contest. Before. As soon as he did it, I was like, "Why did you clatter that way? <laughs> don't clatter him. Stop clattering. Do not clatter." Well, the clatter cost him, <laughs> and so uh, I, I do appreciate the explanations. Has to settle for the one-one draw. So uh, that's the World Cup as activity course tonight. The San Diego State basketball team will uh, take to the uh, high school-looking gymnasium in Maui 
take on Ohio State in the first game of the Maui Invitational. They uh, had the first game earlier today. Creighton looked very impressive in a victory over Texas Tech. Now Arkansas is playing Louisville. Those four teams are on the other side of the draw. And then the Aztecs will meet Ohio State tonight. I Scraby tells me, informs me, my daily uh, line uh, provider, that the Aztecs are a four-and-a-half-point favorite tonight. For what that's worth, uh, you know, it, it's a great opportunity for San Diego State here this week. I mean, to, you, if you can get past Ohio State, then you're going to play the winner of Arizona and Cincinnati, which is the final game today. Most people feel that'll be Arizona. And, I mean, who knows how, how far up the rankings the Aztecs can go with a successful tournament in Maui. So uh, they'll get started tonight. Aztec football looks sharp on Friday night. Blew out New Mexico 34-10. to We had a crazy day of the National Football League once again yesterday. Yeah, we did. And last night, the Chargers uh, came up short against KC. Uh, it, it, it seems to be the same old story for the Chargers. They put up big numbers, uh, make big-time offensive plays, but when it comes right down to winning time, they're not able to make that one final play to, to seal the game. And I guess you can say that Patrick Mahomes to Travis Kelsey is a pretty good combination because the Chargers, uh, among other teams, have never figured out how to stop it. Kelsey scores three TDs last night, and the Chiefs uh, get in the get the victory. I can't help in Los Angeles. So. I can't help but watch the Kansas City Chiefs and think about how you know once they lost Tyreek Hill, there were so many question marks of. What type of um, offense, what type of quarterback Patrick Mahomes would be? And it seems like, I don't know, it, it seems like he, he, he hasn't really skipped a beat. It seems like he's actually gotten a little bit better yeah, managing he's, he's games. He's better at running the football and, and deciding when to run and, and spreading the ball around. And he's throwing to no-name targets. That's right. the thing is he's spreading it around to everybody. Yeah, Joe, or, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster didn't play last night. Uh, McCole Hardman didn't play last night. And Patrick Mahomes doesn't seem to matter. Hey, it seems like they could draw, get three guys, bring them out of the stands and put them in a white jersey with a red helmet and Patrick Mahomes would find them open for big gains. All night long, they have a running game now with uh, Isaiah Pacheco. He was running up and down the field, and is, is you know I feel for Justin Herbert. He puts up three hundred yards and three touchdowns every single game, but he doesn't win them. No, uh, so no, it's got to drive him crazy. That doesn't seem to have changed uh, for the former San Diego Chargers, now Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah, it's just, right. it's the same old same old. They, a lot of good statistics, good numbers. But, uh, they look good for it. three quarters of a game, and yeah, hanging L on it at the end. At the so. end, yeah. Chargers uh, come up short last night. Uh, Dallas, I guess, was the most impressive oh. NFL team of the weekend as they uh, ran away from Chris. I thought Scraby's roommate yesterday. My roommate, you mean my teammate, <laughs> your teammate, yeah. former teammate. Sorry. Well, we would have been roommates. That's how close we were. We I just never got to that point. Hey, Chris, so. I, I found it funny. Ryan Clark mentioned this this morning. Uh, you know, we give Kirk Cousins a hard time. Uh, on our show from time to time, and he's deserved it for for a lot. But it, for a large part, he's been really good this year. However, the two games that they've lost this year have come on games where he went up against like a, an elite quarterback or a good quarterback on the other end. Yeah, and just they were blowouts. They're not even the Eagles blew them out, and then this game, the Cowboys. Just blew them out of the water. Forty to three. You know what's interesting about the Minnesota Vikings, Tony? They have a record of eight and two, and they have a minus two point differential. Yeah. They've actually given up more points than they've scored this year. That's because they've won so many close games, and then, as you said, the two games they lost, they were blown out of. So, uh, uh, Vikings will have to regroup. Uh, and that was—I uh, gotta say—as much as 
Dallas gets a, a, a lot of crap on TV. It, it that was a that yeah, was an that, impressive oh, yeah. if you're performance. You're a Dallas guy. That was your day. That I know Dave day. Marcus is somewhere. Happy and sad. His that UCLA was... Bruins got beat, and his <laughs> Dallas Cowboys blew the doors off of the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, well, I, I speaking was, of, uh, go ahead, Scrape. I was just saying, I, I meet so many Cowboys fans. I'm like, it's where? ridiculous. Did you? Well, especially did everyone grow up in Dallas? It's, it's ridiculous. ridiculous man. You're going to find a lot of them after a game like that yesterday. They're going to be showing up everywhere for a while. But uh, speaking of college football, USC was not only a winner over UCLA, but USC was the big, big yeah, they winner. Were. This weekend in college football, because with Tennessee losing, not just uh, losing, USC getting drubbed, getting drubbed. Yeah, Tennessee got drubbed by South Carolina, so USC moves up to number five in the AP rankings, and you got to believe that uh, you know Ohio State's going to play Michigan this coming weekend. Somebody's got to lose. Got to lose. Yep. And that means that the spot very well could open up now for USC to get into the college football playoff. This will be the first time in a while Pac-12 yes. got into Oregon a playoff. got into one and Washington got into one. I think those they are the only two race. Pac-12 representatives. Both got crushed in their uh, lone appearances. But, uh, yeah, I think USC has a real shot now. they got to still beat Notre Dame. And then they a surging beat, Notre Dame. Yeah, surging Notre Dame, and they have to beat Oregon in the, in the Pac-12 championship game. I'm assuming it'll be Oregon. And uh, if USC does that... Um, I think they're going to have a good enough resume to make it into the college football playoff. It was kind of a survival weekend of college football. Georgia did not win all that impressively. Ohio State did not win all that impressively. Michigan needed a last-second field goal, as did TCU. But for the moment, those four teams hang on to the playoff positions. But USC is right there now on the uh, cusp of getting into the college football playoff. So it was a good weekend for uh, the Trojans, uh, thanks to Tennessee getting blown out. So that kind of covers a little of everything. Padres were a little quiet over the weekend, uh, although John Morosi, uh, baseball uh, MLB insider, did say that uh, the Padres have uh, kicked the tires and uh, made some uh, queries into the uh, possibility of uh, hooking up with a free agent first baseman, Jose Abreu, of the Chicago White Sox, which is a name that we had mentioned uh, here on the program last week. So uh, perhaps there are some legs to that. Uh, we will discuss uh, Tony's thoughts on what went on with the Padres last week, the re-signing of Nick Martinez and Robert Suarez, the exit of Michael Berdar, and some of the other goings-on with the Friars. As uh, Tony Gwynn Jr. returns from vacation, what did you do? My goodness. You, nothing. You, really? I did nothing. Really? Which was right up my alley. We, right up your alley. Yeah, uh, we went to, uh, went to Cabo. Okay. And, well, that's doing something. Yeah, that's something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I went somewhere. But, but when I went somewhere, when you got yeah. there, you, I didn't do anything. Didn't that, do anything. Is a, right. that is a nice vacation. Uh, nobody told me that the, you know, the portion of the uh, of Cabo where they put all the resorts, you know, off, right on the beach there, that that beach is pretty treacherous. That water is is no joke. If you go back, it's funny. My wife and I went out. You know, she wanted to go to the beach. You guys know I I don't do I don't do ocean water <laughs> no, very no often. Don't. So I was trying to be a good husband, and uh, she went in first, and I could just tell that the current was extremely strong. Like her, her my wife is a fish. She swims. <laughs> she swims like with the best of them. Right and. Uh, just the look on her face when that water kind of grabbed her a little bit was enough for me to be like, I'm not getting in that water. <laughs> That's and a good so, idea. So, you know, a couple of days went past. We, we were watching more and more. Less, there were like, nope, nobody was really getting in the water. So at some point, my wife started really, she started chasing this on, on the Internet. She looked up Cabo, and 
the horror stories you 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 read about this water that they have out there. This is a certain portion of you know the area where you can go swimming, but most of the spots are kind of treacherous. So uh, we had a good time though. It was it was a lot of fun. Much needed downtime. I'm glad you're back. But safely. I'm back. I'm yes. glad you're back. Well, yes, I mean it wasn't going to be me. If it, trust me, I, I wasn't getting in that water even if it wasn't treacherous. But you know. I'm glad we we both we both made the decision. Tony goes in the water at Cabo. He gets out of the water in Florida because the current <laughs> took him there. <laughs> that is scary. That yeah. would be quite the ride. Yeah, yeah, it was. That would be it, quite the ride. All right, we are heading towards a Monday night football tonight. Scraby's a little nervous because the 49ers are in action tonight. They're taking on the Arizona Cardinals. We'll uh, get you ready for that game. Coverage begins at 4:30. But between now and then, it is Gwen and Chris getting things started on San Diego's number one sports talk station, 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <laughs> Twenty-two on the clock. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Ello, Matt Scraby. A lot of baseball went down. I should say, yeah, it was quite a bit of baseball went down while I was gone. Yeah, uh, Manny Machado lost uh, another award. Oh yeah. Well, it, I I thought about you when they announced it, <laughs> and I thought to myself, well, at least Chris will be happy. He finished happy. second. Well, oh, I was. Happy you said you said that second. you were going to be irate. I was if he finished third. Yeah, before but, I left. But now I'm a little more irate that he finished second because why? You don't, you're the one who convinced me the other when we were talking about it that Goldschmidt was going to win. No, I'm irate that he finished. Not that it, the MVP results. I'm not yes. irate at those. Oh, okay. The MVP results confirm what I said earlier. Yes. If you're going to tell me, tell us that Manny is a better player this year than Nolan Arenado, then Nolan Arenado can't have both the Gold Glove and the Silver Slugger ahead of Manny. Right. That that's my whole thing. Right. That that's the thing that irks me the most is that Manny finished ahead of Arnado as the better overall player, but he's not a better fielder and he's not a better hitter. So how did he finish ahead anyway? That's my whole thing. <laughs> but the Gold Glove, the Silver Slugger, did they do those two awards? Bothered me. Have they announced uh, all ML, MLB yet? No, all okay. MLB I believe is going to be next week okay. or in a couple of weeks when uh, they have the. Uh, 
the winter meetings in San Diego, which yes. uh, we will be attending here. Live and, and in effect. Uh, yeah, we'll be uh, broadcasting live from the winter meetings in a couple of weeks' time. So uh, that's when they'll have the all MLB, and so, we'll see if Manny can beat Arenado out in that award. Yeah, yeah. That that's yeah. Uh, So remind me again, all MLB, there's two teams? No, I it's think just you one? just get one. I think it's just one guy at each position, yeah. I Ooh. don't think – I think – but don't don't hold. Doing that. double checking. Yeah, double check that. Double uh, checking. While I was gone, while Scraby double checks that, uh, Padres got a new hitting coach. Uh, they, they did. They signed a few free agents. Yeah. Uh, there's talks of um, more on the way. I don't know if it's on the pitching side. Certainly, from as as Chris I think alluded to earlier, uh, first baseman. Um, why am I forgetting his name? Jose Abreu. Jose Abreu. I think he'd look good in uh, brown and gold. Yeah, and you know, it, it signals that the Padres are in a win-now mode. I mean, Abreu, yeah. I think, is 36 yeah, right now. Still, he's been productive. He right? has. He's been very, very productive. productive he, the last he was several in, years. He, Padres played them at the end of the season. He was in tremendous shape uh, for for thirty for me, for any player. But Yeah, and he can uh, play some first base, And he can too. play he's some first base. He's not just base. a DH. An RBA guy. So there, there is two teams. Two teams. First yeah. team, second team. Last year was first team, second okay, team. Okay, uh... Just right now, I'm just going to go ahead and get the feel for where you might be, Chris, if Manny ends up mm. second team all MLB. Where are you, where are you going to be to at? Nolan Arenado? I don't know who else would they could put in front of him at this point. Whoever, Ryan McMahon. Remember, he Knock was up off. for the gold. That was, that's a defensive <laughs> reward, so okay, fine. I'm going to round up all the voters. And... Are you going to be irate if yes, he ends up second I'll be, team? I'll be totally irate if he doesn't win the uh I was just temperature MLB. checking. Temperature checking. Uh, the uh, free agents. Uh, I, I, I'm sure you guys already talked about this, but Nick Martinez gets a, a re-up, and um, they're going to give him a chance to start. So that scrapes off or that crosses off the number four or five starter, however you want to look at it. They need a, another one. Uh, they bring back Robert Suarez, who really had a tremendous year once he got healthy. Uh, my first thought when I saw it was, man, five years seems like quite a bit of time. But nevertheless, you do get a, a, a guy who pretty much showed – Outside of Bryce Harper, he, yeah. that nobody else could hit him. Nobody and, else can hit him, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bryce so, Harper, he, we're going to remember that. But yeah, I think Suarez was a big deal. I, I, I mean, it's probably you know a little longer than the Padres wanted, but I'm assuming that's what they had. To, yeah, that could have been the going rate, right? To, to offer him in order to keep him. I mean, they're they're obviously concerned that Hader may leave after next year. They only have one more year of control on Josh Hader, and it's nice to have two guys there. So I, I like what the Padres have done so far. Um, you know they're gonna they're probably gonna wind up losing Profar. I think at the end of all of this, and I think we have to start coming to grips with that. Is, is, is um, JP is is JP is Jerickson Profar? Uh, is he is he? Is he teasing us? Because every post I see, he got on like a ton of Padre. Oh my gosh! <laughs> okay, I have a big. I, qu- I, have I know a- I should. I know better than to put any any emphasis on yes. that at all, but. I did think about it. It crossed my mind. I got a message from someone over the weekend. It's in the big five. It's number five. It's about him wearing gear, and I'll tell you the question later. But that's funny you say that. Um, yeah, and by the way, I didn't tell you who our new hitting coach is. It's none other than Ryan Flaherty. Yeah, the Ryan guy who's Flaherty. Been in... he'll, be the next, he'll be the next guy that all of you complain about <laughs> the next time. I, I don't know that that's official. A little bit of a hitting slump. I don't know. It's official. I think but it's ninety nine percent official. Correct. So I think we can start getting ready for Ryan Flaherty to be the coach. Uh, going back to Jose Abreu, you know, this guy's uh, not only was the MVP in the shortened season of twenty twenty of the American League, but he's been in the top twenty of the MVP balloting five of the last six years. 
So, I mean, he's been consistently good, and uh, he was a rookie of the year back in 2014. I, I, I think he'd be, you know, a great fit. He uh, hit 15 home runs this year, 75 RBIs, and what for him was a bit of an off season. Uh, hopefully he bounces back. You get him a little cheaper rate because he only hit 15 home runs this year. In 157 games, he had 30 in the uh, year previous to that. But, uh, you know, the pod, you know what the Padres need to do, Tony? They need to get a free agent who comes to San Diego and, like, doubles their production rather than doesn't live up to their production. The Padres have an unfortunate record of bringing in big-name players who seem to perform at a little less than what they're used to getting. Now, I wouldn't say that. Now, Manny, that's not fair. Manny's done his thing. I was about to say, Manny's been Manny's definitely done his thing, but, you know, Soto, Bell. Not free agents. They were short of what? Excuse me? Not free agents, though. You said free agents. Yeah, but you know what? Okay, well, what I'm telling you, I'm talking about bringing in big-name players, I guess, whether by trade or by free agency and and having them hit. I, I can see hitting somewhat less. Petco Park's a tougher place to hit than a lot of these places. But uh, Yeah, you, you're making a good point, man. I'm you know, racking my brain right now trying yeah, to, I just trying to, to see, see somebody. Some. I don't want to see Jose Abreu come here and struggle to hit 15 home runs. You know, Luke Voigt seemed like he struggled when he was here. You know, to a certain extent, he ended up with pretty good numbers when the season was over. But, of course, he had to go he to Washington before the other he got day. him. Huh? Yeah, we he talked was, about that. He got non tender. Yeah, the other he day. could bring Luke back. Uh, would anybody root for root for Luke Voigt to come back rather than Jose Abreu? You know, Abreu hit three hundred four last year, which is a Abreu pretty could, good. Abreu, Abreu has been an RBI monster like yeah. his whole career. Yeah, he's got uh, eight hundred and sixty three of them in nine years, and he's had uh, six one hundred RBI seasons. So yeah. he's been Ooh. pretty productive. He's been pretty productive. Uh, you know, I'd like to have him. I'd like to have Wilson Contreras. That also um, gives you um, it gives you flexibility bringing in whether it's a Bray or somebody else. It gives you flexibility uh, in your decision making of how you want to use Fernando because that fills up the first base position, right? And yeah. so that means Cronenworth's not moving someplace. The question is, how do you maneuver? the rest of that infield. So it gives you some flexibility. Yeah, and the other thing was last week, and of course Abreu is just a name we're talking about. Nothing is imminent. uh, But uh, our guy, uh, John Heyman, reported that the Padres are going to get in on a a big-name shortstop which seemed kind of surprising oh, when we first heard it. He was, but, he uh, was uh, listing 11 teams that are likely to be in on shortstop. Uh, yeah, uh, are, said, are we talking? He said he couldn't count, count the Padres out yeah. of that. And so elite somebody, of the elite. Who's, so, who's, oh, oh Correa. Correa and Trey and, Turner. You got Turner, Turner. You got Dansby. Oh, yeah, that's Dansby, true. Swanson. Yeah. So, so of course we and Scraby went off on it. We went, we we went out on a limb and said, well, they'll have to trade Fernando. They'll have to do this. They'll have to do that. Oh, somebody man. called and said, you guys are idiots, and we agreed. <laughs> and somebody called and said, you know what? They could uh, they could sign Correa. They could move Fernando to the outfield. They could move Kim to second base and move Cronenworth to first base. I didn't know and then you. they could have a shortstop. But then what would you do in Abreu's case? So, right. But Abreu wasn't being talked about at the time. So that would be... The whole point is is they can still go in about 100 different directions. Yeah. Uh, that that would be the biggest surprise, I think, in I would all of baseball that. if the Padres were that. in this shortstop market. I would agree with that. Cody so. Bellinger is also here's a, here's, 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 I saw Cody Bellinger uh, was one of the names that got... And kind of, I think... Uh, Dave Assay kind of broke that a little bit early that it was at least headed that way. I saw it <laughs> at least on my timeline, and I, I, that's I don't know if that's that much of a surprise. He after that, other than the MVP year, he has really 
struggle yeah um to it's be consistent hard to believe that you could you can invest a whole lot of money in his future right now yeah um to say uh, we already have a center speaking of, that can hit under 200 speaking of correa say. how how <laughs> funny how, how funny is it that the dodger fans might have to swallow possibly having Getting him carlos correa at shortstop oh man after they have i mean they booed him they have relentlessly him. yeah so I, uh, you know, it's funny how things work. We'll see how quickly they uh, well, change their tune. Him if he wears Dodger blue, I'm sure. <laughs> no doubt about it. Uh, this hour on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by the, the the Department of Health Care Services. Visit choosechangeca.org. When you're young, life is full of choices. Don't let op, don't let opioids like highly addictive and deadly fentanyl take away your life or your choices with just one wrong pill. Find medically proven treatments. Options at choosemat.org. All right, Scraby, let's get to break. When we come back, the good, the bad, the ugly of week 11. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. State basketball team still ranked 17th in the nation. The Aztecs holding firm in the AP rankings, which came out today. North Carolina still number one. Houston jumps up to number two. They celebrated with a victory over Oregon today. Kansas is three. Texas, which uh, routed Gonzaga last week, is now number four. Virginia jumps all the way up to number five. They jumped 11 spots, and of course, uh, Tony, while you're away, that awful story, uh, you know, regarding the football team at the University of Virginia, these yeah, shootings, so and uh, just, uh, just a terrible tragedy there at the University of Virginia. Uh, but something to be happy about for those uh, the Cavalier fans as they jump to number five. Gonzaga is six in the latest rankings. Arkansas is nine. I mentioned that because they're playing in the Maui Invitational right now and leading Louisville twenty-one to thirteen. Uh, earlier today, Creighton, which is uh, number 10 in the nation, uh, handled Texas Tech 76-65. to 65. So Creighton has won. Arkansas is winning later on tonight. The Aztecs, Ohio State, followed by Arizona 
against Cincinnati. It's a great tournament in Maui, and the Aztecs are right in the middle of it. All right, uh, Gwen and Chris, 2.39 is the time. Chris Ello, Tony Gwynn Jr., Mr. Scraby, Uncle Scraby, uh, along for the ride here on uh, 97.3 The Fan. Time to check in on this week in the National Football League. It is the good, the bad, and the ugly from week number 11. We always start with the good, and these guys aren't just good. They're the best. I don't think there's any argument about it. Patrick Mahomes to Travis Kelsey for the win. Mahomes, third and four, takes the snap, stays in the pocket, crossing pattern, caught at the 25-yard line, Kelsey at the 20-15, sheds a tackle at the right sideline, 10, 5, touchdown! Kansas City! Kansas City! I looked for that part, couldn't find it. Mitch Holtheis, our guy on uh, Kansas City uh, Chiefs Radio, who's a big Padre fan, by the way, he's been on our show before. Uh, Chiefs go on to beat the Chargers 30-27 to with that victory, Kansas City now 8-2. and they have the uh, top seed in the AFC. The Chargers having another very exciting season, but the record is just 5-5. Five and five. And if the postseason were to start now, the Chargers would be nowhere near the postseason in the AFC. Uh, they're a couple of games out of a playoff spot. Another big night. You know, Keenan Allen made a great catch. And uh, Mike Williams returned for a little while, then had to go back out of the game. I don't know what it is about Brandon Staley. I, I think he's a fun coach. He's 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 a they're a joy to watch. Yeah, I just want you know if you're a Charger fan, you you want to win some more of these games. They uh, always seem to come up short. Is 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 a fun coach what they need? Is the question? Right. Because we we you know how long? How many years has Staley been there now? It's his third, I believe. Yeah, I think third. He's been there the whole Justin Herbert era, and you know Justin Herbert. Everybody says is the best quarterback in football. Uh, he's not. Patrick Mahomes is, but Justin Herbert's right up there. Yeah, did they make if the they don't get it turned year? around, he's not going to go to the playoffs no. again. Did the they Chargers? make the playoffs again? No, no. They, they lost to the uh, Raiders. So they haven't. Oh, that's right. The last game, the of, last the season. game of the season. So they haven't made it in the three years that he's been head no, coach. No, they've been right there. But we're uh, getting to that. I'm just saying, we're, we're starting to get to that 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 time frame where that conversation starts to become um, yeah. a, a real conversation. This is Brandon Saley's second year because I remember Anthony Lynn was the coach oh. for Justin Herbert's right, rookie year. Right, but well, it does seem like it's been a long time. Either way, I think if so many fourth downs, he's gone for it. You've got a franchise quarterback. You've got the pieces you need to get there. He's got some time still. A lot of injuries for the Chargers, but a lot of injuries for the Chiefs, and they find a way to win. Uh, Chiefs are top seed in the AFC, top seed in the NFC. Still, the Philadelphia Eagles, despite uh, stumbling and bumbling throughout their game against Indianapolis yesterday, Jalen Hurts rallied the Eagles at the wire. Game on the line. Hurts in the gun. Hurts takes the snap. He's back. He's going to run. He's in. Touchdown, Jalen Hurts. Tell us that he ran up the middle, please, just so I can give you a higher score on Rate the Radio Call. I know he ran. I know he was in. But I can't see that he ran up the middle. Merle Harmon on the call there in Merle, Philadelphia. He, it was like the Red Sea parted. It did. It was, <laughs> it was wide open. I, I'm like, sorry. How does that happen? I like because Jeff Saturday is the coach. No, they're going to oh. blame Jeff Saturday for that, which isn't fair. But you've got to, if you're the Colts, <laughs> if you're the Colts, how can you possibly not have somebody at least like taking a look yeah. at the quarterback? By the way, it's not like he hadn't ran that entire drive. He was running literally every play. It felt like. And they then said, they just though. opened up and said. 
come on into the end zone. Who was uh, calling that game? I can't remember the people on the game, but the person who was doing the analysis redid the, the play. Yeah, the TV redid the play. And I guess during that game, every single time that Jalen Hurts ran, he ran behind the running back. And this oh, he time, ran behind Kelsey. I did see yeah. that. Yo, Kel- Kelsey. Kelsey, yes. Kelsey, who was the center for him, yes. he was pulling on all of those run all plays, and, he was, and Hurts was just running by him. Kelsey pulls. And Hurts just lets him pull and then just takes off up the middle. Everybody's That's just there. Brilliant it was, play it was, calling. It was not only brilliant play calling, because I assume he had the option to follow Kelsey again. He could have, yeah. He just decisions. He, he read it, right. Broadcaster's name is Merrill Reese, by the way. I got it wrong on the first try, but uh, either way. I like uh, Merrill, whatever. Merrill Reese is the is the uh, longtime voice of the Eagles. He got the uh, call 17 16 Philadelphia with the win. Uh, landing in the good category for one of the first times that I can ever remember, the kneecap cannibal. cannibal. He deserves it. His Detroit Lions looked really, really good yesterday. Jamal Williams had three touchdowns, including this one. Golf up under center. He turns, gives Jamal Williams, bounces it outside right into the end zone. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. Number three on the day for Jamal. It's like eight on the season for Jamal Williams. Uh, I think he 12. has 12. He I, think he's, I knew he had a bunch. And I, I, was, I was thinking about this when they did the, uh, what was it, Hard Knocks? That whole, like, crying moment. Yes! I didn't know how to feel about him at I that point. I didn't either. But this dude is just raking touchdowns like yes, left he's taking and right all the touchdowns away from, <laughs> from your, my guy from DeAndre guy. Swift. Thank you. You guys have got one yesterday? Uh yes, uh, Detroit beats the Giants surprises them 31 to 18. Third straight win for the Lions. How will they do next up? They got the Bills on Thanksgiving Day. All right, we go from the good to the bad and unfortunately Ooh. the bad really stunk up the joint yesterday in Minnesota. Scraby's teammate Kevin O'Connell laid a big egg in this one, and Tony Pollard is fast becoming one of the best backs in the NFL. Snap back to Prescott. He's got a lot of time. Deep down the right side. Oh, it's caught at the 45, 40, Pollard, 20, 10, Pollard. Uncle, 68 to Tony Pollard on third and 15. Good night, nurse. Yes. Does, uh, does Uncle mean touchdown? Yeah, Uncle means, I think, stop <laughs> yeah, killing stop us. Scoring. Stop yeah. scoring. <laughs> Tony Pollard was just blowing down the doors yesterday. Uh, uncle. What, 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 did, what did that touchdown, what did that make the score at that, that point? 30-3. 30-3 at that Ten point. Pollard! Uncle! I was like, what? Huh? <laughs> Pollard had 189 total yards in that game. Uh, he had a 68-yard touchdown catch and a 38-yard touchdown catch. I sat catch. him yesterday. Somebody and, might uh, want to guard him. Yeah, so uh, Dallas blows out Minnesota. 40-3 to was the final number there. The Vikings are still 8-2. and two. The Cowboys are now 7-3. and three. Uh, Staying in the bad category, the Buffalo Bills really didn't look great yesterday. They had six field goals, but they especially didn't look good because they were playing not in the snow of Buffalo, but in the cozy confines of Detroit. That's where Devin Singletary was running free. Josh is under center, takes the snap. Hands it off. Devin Singletary cuts right, goes back left, into the end zone. Touchdown, Buffalo. A five-yard touchdown run by Motor. Devin Singletary, otherwise I guess known as Motor, uh, scored the (laughs) touchdown. Buffalo beat Cleveland 31-23. I don't know if you saw this. Late in the second quarter, Stephon Diggs came to the sidelines. Looked like he was crying. Like he was pissed, yeah. Pissed and crying. I'm not sure which. Sean McDermott put his arm around him and said, It's okay, Stefan. <laughs> he didn't have a catch or a target at that point in the game. Oh, definitely he was pissed there. And um, <laughs> he ended up catching a touchdown in the second half. I, 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 
I'm old school, but it just seems to me that your team is winning comfortably. Your offense is moving the ball up and down the field. It's not time for you to be worried about your own personal stat. Assuming, because we don't know what he was upset about. Assuming that's what he was upset about. Yeah. What do you, What else could he have been upset about? A myriad of things. He, they were <laughs> yeah. playing. They weren't playing in the snowstorm. He was still <laughs> he upset about that. He might have been upset about a family member being stuck in the house because the snow wouldn't let him out. Who knows? Okay, but I believe it was because he didn't have any catches. I believe that's probably what it was. <laughs> but uh, anyway, Buffalo either way, went on. was it Coach Coach McDermott. Uh, Sean McDermott? McDermott. Kudos to Coach Sean McDermott because whatever he said calmed him down. They went that's right true. down the field and scored a touchdown. I know no, what he said. True. He said, "Hey, Stefan, we pay you a lot of money." I have, a feeling that, I have a feeling that might have sparked him to be more upset at that point. But, <laughs> that you know. might have upset him some more. <laughs> the worst defending Super Bowl champion team ever? Well, that could be the Los Angeles Rams. No defending Super Bowl champion has ever had a bad uh, has a had as bad of a record as three and seven the following year. But that's what the Rams have now after former San Diego kid Chris Olave burned them deep. Out of the shotgun, right in the middle of the field. David Johnson to Dalton's right. Saints under pressure. Dalton throws it to the middle of the field. Looking for Olave, who makes the catch. And see you later. Bye. Chris Olave with the touchdown. That's how you go from second and 23 to a touchdown. Chris Olave's having a great rookie season. Uh, close enough to even be in the consideration for rookie of the year. Former Mission Hills uh, star here Who's in San Diego. Who's better right now? He's been the best Ohio State receiver, even better than Garrett Wilson. I By the mean, way, Olave's done it. Are we going to get to them job. in this? Yeah, we'll get to them, and I'll wait. I'll hold my Garrett Wilson commentary oh, yes, after. Yes. But uh, who's what better? Who's having a better rookie season than him, though? Yeah, I, I He's mean, probably balling. the only I've seen. Am I him, just forgetting somebody? No, I don't think you're forgetting somebody. I think there's somebody on defense that might. Oh yeah, but offensive right. rookie of the year. He's got to be in the running for it for sure. Uh, there's a couple of guys out there. Brees Hall was doing well, but of course he got hurt, the running back for the Jets. I think Olavi may end up getting some honors in the postseason. He's got three touchdowns, 83 targets. He's caught 51 for 760 yards. So a great uh, career off off to a great start for Chris Olavi. Saints over the Rams, 27 to 20. That takes us to the ugly category and the New York Jets. They have now lost 14 games in a row to the New England Patriots. And they found an absolutely unbelievable way to lose this game. The snap, waste time, pressure-free punt, and it's a good one. Forcing Jones to backpedal, right side at the 16. Stabbed left, ran it right down the sideline, to the 40, to the 50, to the left side, to the 45, beats the punter to the 35-30. Marcus Jones in the middle of the 10, into the end zone. Touchdown! No play! Touchdown! You know, I could almost hear what happened there if the color guy would just shut Scott, up. Scott Zolak, I knew. He's like Bengals guy, but... Yeah, he um, was a little yeah, crazy there. a little bit more amped up. Marcus Jones takes the punt back 84 yards to win the game for the Patriots over the Jets 10-3. to This got in the ugly category because that was an ugly game I mean, until that point. I think the Jets had two yards of offense in the second half. But, um, you know, this was the first... Punt return for a touchdown all year in the NFL. And, and there was a kick return yesterday. I'm sorry. On the uh, same day, a kick return and a punt return. Who had a kick return yesterday? Corderell Patterson set the record yes, for he most did. kick returns in NFL history. Didn't have him in the lineup, though. No? Well, that's, then, <laughs> I don't think then it, it didn't counts, count. Right? Then yeah, it didn't it do it. Count it. 
Any kick return does? Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah, uh, it does. Quest, uh, can we talk about... Let's, let's, my but, uh, Garrett Wilson after the game. Garrett the Wilson Jets. after the game. Uh, it, it's a contrast of two young players, one understanding the... Or one having the ability to take accountability for his play and another guy who didn't. And the quarterback for the Jets, he was asked after the game, kid from BYU. Zach Wilson. Zach, Zach Wilson. He was asked after the game after, I think they amassed 107 yards on the entire game as well, an offense. they had 44 yards passing and they had 59 yards running. That would be 103. 103 Ooh, yards. Nice. I didn't know it was that bad. Uh, yeah. They asked him after the game, after not scoring a touchdown, after his their defense not giving up an offensive touchdown, right. if he felt like he let the defense down and his answer was no. Right. On, on to the next question. And it was just like... Zach Wilson said no? Yeah, he said yeah, no. He, did. he said no like he was irritated that he even got the question in the first place. Right. And it just was mind-blowing because all we've really ever known about quarterbacks is no matter what happens, they usually take the blame for all. Right. And if you go out and throw for 49 yards... And you complete, what was it, two, two or three passes? Nine for 22. No, nine sacked for, four times. I mean, that's that's the, the ultimate, like, not taking accountability. And on the other side, Wilson's is basically like, without saying any names, he was like, we are going to have to find a way to do better than 103 yards yeah. as an office, especially when their defense gave up no touchdowns. I always knew Garrett Wilson was a good guy when he came on our show. I just felt He was a him. good guy. He, he just, he, he stood in front of the cave. He was clearly livid about the performance that they put out there. And I mean, he's also coming from Ohio state where, you know, offense was at a, at a, was at an abundance there. Yeah. And I to saw. have a, have a game like that. And by the way, that Jets defense hasn't given up a touchdown to the Patriots all year and lost both games. Mm. I That's saw crazy. on the bottom ticker that, uh, That's Robert Salah did not make a commitment. He was noncommittal on whether or not Zach Wilson starts. Well, again. he was asked after the game and he was like, my mind is so far away from the, clearly his mind. My mind is elsewhere. <laughs> Patriots 10, Jets 3. That was ugly, so was this one. Baltimore and Carolina. Another battle of field goals until Lamar Jackson broke loose on this short TD run. Jackson will keep it on the read option. Jukes a man, stumbles to the one, dives in for the touchdown. Lamar Jackson extends the Ravens' lead with the first rushing touchdown and the first touchdown of the game. It was the only touchdown. Baltimore beat Carolina 13-3, to and Baker Mayfield continues to struggle. Tony Gwynn Jr., he got the start. 196 yards, but two picks, sacked four times, did not lead them to any touchdowns. It is amazing how far he has fallen. It was only a couple of years ago that he nearly led Cleveland to an upset of the Chiefs in the playoffs. Now he can't get out of his own way. It just goes to show you when you're, like, how far confidence can take you. Yeah. Because there's his play, I mean, his skill set hasn't diminished in that time. I can't imagine it has, right? really. So yeah. it, it boils down to, as it does in sports oftentimes, but when you lose confidence in yourself as an athlete, yeah, it is a tough, tough hole to dig yourself out of, and some never do. So you hope that's not the case for Baker. Uh, but right now, it's clear that he, he he's not as confident as he once was. Yeah, Carolina Panthers' defense played as, about as well as you could ask. But uh, they came up short 13-3 to to the Ravens, who improved to 7-3. and Finally, the game of the week as far as I was concerned, guys. The Genius Bowl. Josh McDaniels <laughs> against Nathaniel Hackett. 
They're both now 3-7 and seven after Devontae Adams ended this game. Guard, play action again, looking downfield, lofts it near corner, Adams wide open at the 5, he walks in, and the Raiders walk off with a win! Touchdown Devontae Adams to win it here in Denver! Man. Yeah, watching those two guys battle it out in a matchup of wits was something... Uh, that only magical, somebody like Chris. me could enjoy. Hey, magical. Patrick Sertain the second bit on that route. Yes, he so did. hard. I yeah. mean, because everybody's like, "How is he that? How are you not guarding him?" Well, he was guarded. He just he just got lost. He got beat. <laughs> Devontae Adams said after the game, "He's a good young player, but he's not there yet." <laughs> yeah, and that, that uh, neither coach. I don't think either coach is there yet. But somebody had to win it. That's what Nathaniel Hackett said before the game. He was right. We'll come back with hour number two of Gwen and Chris. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.